All right, everyone, welcome along to another episode of the Martin's World Podcast. Guys, hope everybody's well out there. And before I introduce today's guest, as always, I'd like to just remind you, if you want to support the show, support Fight for Cannabis Legalization in Ireland, guys, you can sign up to the patreon.com forward slash Martin's World, or you can also make a donation in the form of Bitcoin over on martinsworld.ie. All of the funds, guys, gathered there will be used to, to help fight for cannabis legalization and to help set up a cannabis activist hub here in Cork City where we can bring together the cannabis activists, we can better fight for cannabis legalization and be represented in the policies that are created around that then. Um, so, guys, in that then, uh, I'm delighted to bring to you today's uh, guest. Uh, today's guest is Albert Tio. Um, Albert Tio is an amazing cannabis activist from Spain, um, an, an ama- a very inspirational guy, um, but he's also a father to two sons aged five and six and uh, a daughter aged 17. Um, Albert graduated uh, in sociology and he's also president uh, of the Federation of Auto-Regulated Cannabis Associations in, of Catalonia. Um, FedCAC for short. Um, he's, he's been one of the leaders of the movement for cannabis regulation in Spain and he's currently serving a five-year prison sentence after the club he was uh, secretary of at the time was raided um, and that was back in 2014. Uh, the club's name was Aram. Um, he's taken his case now to the European Court of Human Rights who said that they, he's gotten a response from them saying that they won't uh, be uh, protecting him um, as they don't believe he's rights are being violated. Um, Albert's now been held in an open prison uh, where he can leave every morning uh, but he has to return every evening and he spends about three hours a day commuting between the prison and his home where his, uh, his wife and kids live. Um, in the podcast he tells me all about Aram, uh, the Cannabis Association which he, he is now in prison for and so much more guys so uh, I, I'm absolutely delighted to bring this one to you. I hope you enjoy it and thanks very much for tuning in. Um, so without further ado, I give you Albert Tio. Albert Tio, uh, welcome along to Martin's World. Um, it's an absolute pleasure to, to have a, a, such a fine, a prestigious activist uh, as yourself. Um, you're a longtime activist in Spain. Um, you've been involved with the Spanish uh, cannabis social clubs there for um, a number of years. And uh, you find yourself now um, in prison, albeit open prison, after um, a raid on your, uh, where the plants were being grown for the members of your club in 2014 if that's right um, and that's correct yes and you're also a father to two daughters much like myself um so i, I welcome to the podcast and uh, if, if you would like to, to introduce yourself a little bit more maybe start uh, if if you would um on how you got involved with the cannabis social clubs well yes um i've been a user since i was young and always uh, thought uh, that the uh, there was needed a, a political legalization of the cannabis use uh, in the, in the global state, and uh, also uh, I've been studying political uh, politics and sociology. So I've always uh, been interested in uh, looking for ways to transform society into a more uh, with more justice, with more democracy, more rights and, and freedoms. And uh, this has always engaged me a lot. And these two things, these two facts, uh, when I knew about the cannabis associative movement in Spain, 
because uh, I, I didn't invent it. <laughs> it so, so I was uh, introduced to it uh, in the in the beginning. It started in 1991, but mm-hmm. in 2010, 11, it was uh, when it, it started to grow more, and we were guilty for that. <laughs> yeah, I, I would say. And um, some of uh, friends of mine uh, had a, uh, a cannabis club uh, project, and I had a social. Uh, club project so we tried to join them together and we we build this uh, club association of users called iran which is maria uh, upside down <laughs> the other way uh-huh. you can read it the, the other way uh-huh. and uh, it, it also means in the associations uh, which is independent for recreative and medical use so uh, we started this project in 2011 and it uh, lasted uh, three years until 2014 when it was was closed by police, and uh, also it was a uh, secretary of this uh, direction board, and uh, at the same time we started the federation. Mm-hmm. Uh, there the, used to be one federation in Catalonia, and uh, we started another one because we we had some points we were disagreeing, and uh, I think it's uh, it's health, healthy healthy for the yeah. movement to have different different points of view. Yeah. and to work together. In fact, the two federations have, we have been working together uh, a lot of years and have been collaborating in, in projects like the Catalan Law, mm-hmm. the, the Green Rose, La Rosa Verda, which uh, was a, a project of a law that uh, was uh, approved in 2017 with an initiative that is, uh, is very... Uh, very interesting because it's one of the the little uh, tools that uh, civil society has to propose laws mm-hmm. that are that don't go through the political parties, so they come from uh, social society directly to the parliament, and uh, this is the only tool we have to propose laws uh, if we are not in a political party. So it's the social social society from from down, uh, horizontal and participatory mm-hmm. that propose a law. And the law arrived to, uh, after having uh, 60,000 signatures uh, supporting it, arrived to the parliament and it was approved with the majority of the, of the political parties uh, of the groups. So also it was, uh, I'm now a president of this federation in Catalonia, um, also a founder of this association and federation. And uh, from this federation, we started a lot of campaigns together with the other federation and collaborating with all the associations like uh, the Catalan uh, Cannabis Movement, like uh, We Are What We Plant, like uh, the Green Rose, this Catalan law, like Consumption consumption with Rights, which is the last campaign that we are trying to, to use to make visible all the harm of the prohibition. Uh, that is much bigger than the harm that the plant creates itself. So this is the projects I, I was making in the past, and m- maybe later I can tell you about the projects I have for the future. <laughs> yeah, well, the, the Green Rose, uh, that's very interesting. So can you tell me a bit more about the, the Green Rose, uh, if you don't mind? And what, what is yes. that law exactly, and how did you use it? Yes, the Green Rose was an initiative, uh, as I told you, uh, really uh, democratic and uh, coming from civil society, we joined uh, all the associations in Catalonia to, to try to uh, have uh, like uh, 300 people collecting signatures yeah. to present the proposal of law. We were collaborating also with some lawyers that uh, helped us uh, to, to write the law. It was a proposal to, uh, to uh, 
regulate the the functioning of the associations yeah. and uh, in terms uh, not only of consumption in the clubs in private clubs with some protocols and uh, good practice uh, codes mm -hmm. like uh, not uh, allowing uh, minors of 18 years old to go inside in fact we, we didn't allow minors of 21 years old because there was some, some studies that that, that proved that their, your brain is developing until 20, 21 years old mm -hmm. now it says until 24 but, yeah. <laughs> but uh, legally you cannot uh, prohibit the entry uh, a person who is more than 18 years old 18 years old so so we made uh, these 21 years old uh, so so the people uh, could so we could show that we were worrying about the the, the health yeah uh, also we had the, some 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 good practice codes like uh, that you have to be a consumer when you join a club you have to be introduced by another member that proves that you are a consumer that uh, we are not promoting the consume because we are we don't want to promote you we we're just looking and fighting for our rights and freedoms yeah and um, and that's important this, this this law was also regulating uh, not only the consumption but also the the production and the distribution, so the transport. That's very important because uh, the, the another law was uh, in, in the another uh, regional parliament of Navarra was approved and it didn't uh, regulate the uh, production and transport, only the consumption, which is the same that is happening in, in Holland, for example, that uh, they can sell, they have a lot of uh, uh, regulation for selling, but not for cultivation. So yeah. they, they are they are really <laughs> fucked up because they have to go in the back door, no? To, yeah. to, to put the the only people the to supply inside. it will be will be criminals, you know, for lack of a better exactly. term. They have to break the law. Exactly. To do it, so so we are fighting for the rights to consume, but also for the rights to cultivate. Yeah. Uh, as long as uh, it is possible to cultivate for in the on consume, mm -hmm. uh, we think we think we can organize in a collective way to cultivate for own consume in a collective way, yeah. uh, always uh, respecting the, the law as possible. But uh, if we don't, we don't respect the law, we have to change the laws. That's that's in the point we are. We're trying to change the laws that uh, that uh, we think we, that are not uh, adapted to the social evolution. Yeah. Because it's, it's uh, the society, exactly, yeah, sorry. It, sorry, no, I was just gonna say, it's very hard to respect the law that doesn't respect you. Uh, as an exactly. individual and, and your I, I heard I heard you, you told me that you had uh, some cases also uh, in court and yeah. I think uh, this this has to finish uh, as soon as possible because this is, is nonsense it's irrational it's uh, completely against human rights I saw your interview to uh, Pepe Rivera in Mexico uh, and uh, his 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 concept is, is really is really right no? from human yeah. rights and uh, to to consider that these conventions have the same level as constitutional uh, laws, so I think that's a that's a good way to to fight. Yes. Yeah, and uh, and at the end, this law was was approved in the parliament, uh, but uh, the conservative party of Partido Popular, which uh, which is not now in the power, now is the socialist, but in in that moment was the conservative party, uh, presented an appeal, mm -hmm. and the, the constitutional court. Uh, Mm, suspended the law provisionally and in 2019 they they should annulled the law completely yeah. because of lack of powers that's the only yeah. excuse they found that in the regional parliament we don't have the powers to to 
regulate or to activate laws uh, yeah. related with the drugs. So now uh, I think uh, the reaction we should have is go where there is uh, there is powers uh, for regulation, mm -hmm. like in the in the national level. Uh, another another theme we could talk about is uh, about the 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 national conflicts between uh, Catalan and Spain, Basque country. Yes. This is another thing, okay? Uh, yeah, we could talk about maybe in another meeting. <laughs> yeah, we probably could have a whole interview on that. I, exactly. Be interested though, um, with yourself, um, you, you say they overturned that law in 2019. Um, yes. But your, um, your grow operation for uh, um, uh, Iram, sorry, Iram, um, yeah. th that was busted in 2014. So yeah. is, is that what you're serving uh, prison time now for, that uh, raid back in 2014? Or is there something well, else? Yes, it, 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 could it could happen the same now because the law is suspended. But uh, yeah. the law was active uh, three or four, or four months. And maybe if we had the, the trial now, uh, this would be uh, important that the, yeah. the, the law has been approved. But before the law was approved, of course, uh, we didn't have any law that protected us. Mm -hmm. So we are completely naked. <laughs> and yeah. uh, we are just uh, proposing uh, legal changes at that moment. We are talking with all the political parties. We're in the process of making uh, political advocacy as much mm -hmm. as possible. But uh, we didn't reach the point of uh, approving a law in the parliament. So okay. in that moment, uh, we were also uh, one of the associations that started in the beginning, one of the ones which uh, grew more mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, members. Yeah. And yeah, also we had... 4,000 uh, members, I think, is the number maybe? Yes, uh, more or less, yes. Maybe half of them were active members uh, participating okay. in the cultivation. But yeah. for that moment, there, were, there was a lot, yeah. Yeah. Um, and also, uh, we had a nice place because it used to be the smokers' club of uh, Lucky Strike. Mm -hmm. So it was very well conditioned for for a smokers' club, right. and very yeah. nice. And we had a, also a nice uh, social project of of a club because we had a lot of activities, really uh, trying to to have the possibility for the members to participate as much as possible. To be a lot of democratic with a lot of assemblies to make uh, give tools for the people in in terms of uh, medical use in terms of psychological support we had programs to reduce and abandon uh, the consumption of cannabis or tobacco mm -hmm. and uh, we try to to make a really a social project uh, with a lot of workshops not only uh, related to wheat, but also related to other interests yeah. that people have. We had also a lot of cultural activities uh, because with some, some, so many members, uh, a lot of them had uh, artistic, artistic projects like uh, music groups or theater. Mm -hmm. And so we had a lot of uh, open, open microphones for the people to show what they, what they were doing. And uh, it was, uh, for me, I would say these three years have been the best of my life. Because, really uh, success, we yeah. had the, Yes, even though even though the end has been a bit <laughs> yeah, dramatic, well. uh, these three years I really enjoyed because we had the chance to to do whatever we wanted to, uh, if we decided to do it. No? Yes, because uh, a private a private club uh, shows you the possibility to do a lot of things uh, that you never dream of. <laughs> and, and also we were with sorry. Was it just you that has been sent to prison because of uh, the actions no. of the club, or is no, 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 no. we have three, three people. 
just means we have three people. people. Yes, mm. uh, on the direction board, it was the president, the secretary, which was me, and the treasurer, uh, okay. the the contability man. Okay, so, so three the, the three of us. Uh, in fact, uh, I am in the in the same prison as one of them. So we are two in one place and one in, in another place. One another place. And Isn't the other place, same as yours, open prison uh, as well. Yes, yes, yes. Same. Exactly. Okay, that's good. Yeah. 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 At least uh, we 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 are. I was I was talking with a lawyer a while ago, and uh, he he asked me how 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 you how you are how are you, and I I told him uh, we have to uh, be happy because uh, it's the, it's the best scenario, the best uh, scene that we were we had the possibility to to go through. Uh, we were ready to be uh, more than one year closed down. And after three months, uh, have the chance to go out and see your kids. It's really, yeah. <laughs> really uh, makes you really happy. Uh, so I have to be happy, and I'm, I'm, I've been always been happy. I'm a, I'm a happy person. <laughs> I have, I have to say thank you because uh, I'm, I'm, I'm this way, and I try to always, even in a dramatic situation, take the best and the positive thing out of it. Mm -hmm. So I think there's always a positive thing, even if the situation is very dramatic. So I, as long as they don't torture me or I don't get, I don't get uh, uh, my my liberty of speech or uh, some yes. of, some of these rights uh, you're supposed to have, uh, and they they keep them to me. Uh, I can I can I can keep on fighting. No? Yes, you're think, uh, Yes. <laughs> Yes, and uh, I think it's very important that we use this situation to to make it, to speak loud mm -hmm. and uh, try to to spread the message and to to help uh, the activist movement to yes. not to win but uh, to to try to to, to keep on fighting mm -hmm. and uh, at least try to. Uh, not to say everything's bad and this is shit and we we complain all the time, but to yeah. try to be proactive. And if the, this way we didn't succeed, to try another strategy and try to reach through another yeah, way. Don't give up. That's what that's what we are doing. Yeah, yeah I was. I'm uh, sorry if I speak too much. You can cut me. Oh, no, no, not at all. Thank uh, <laughs> keep it going. Um, it was uh, Paddy Amiget uh, who helped with the introduction to you, but yes. uh, she, she said on a on a talk the other night uh, she was presenting to an Irish audience as well, uh, much like yourself here today. And uh, mm -hmm. she said that uh, it's very important that we keep making noise. And I, I really love that. Yes. And as well, she touched on maybe the problems like with the splitting of the organizations. But she said it's very important that you don't fight against each other, that you fight together, yeah. even with your differences, um, you know, with the two federations. Uh, we we kind of have stuff like that here. I completely agree. In fact, I was looking at this interview a while ago because <laughs> I tried to, to, to see it before we had the conversation. Okay. And I completely agree with her and I love her and we have a very nice relation uh, personally. And in, we had some differences in the, in the past because uh, I can explain you the two differences. They're mm -hmm. really simple. Uh, we, we didn't agree that there was a limit of members in the association because we think everybody has the right to be a member of an association. As long as you can uh, support uh, of, the, of the budget or of the people you need to, to attend all these members, uh, in the right way, because sometimes we had to cut the entrance because uh, we said, okay, this is too much now. We we cannot work uh, well, so we cut uh, the, the 
the acceptance of new members and, and, and start in, in a while. Uh, and the other thing was uh, about the foreign people. Okay. They, they, they thought uh, to fight against the accusation that politics and, and press were, were, were throwing to us that uh, we were promoting the, the drug tourism. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the tourists come because uh, here is legal and the, 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 yeah. the, the, the only tourists who come are because they want to get high you know yeah. it was an accusation that started uh, to say that Barcelona was worse than Amsterdam because uh, all, the, all the people were coming there to, to smoke because we had the clubs uh, there and they didn't have them in their own countries and I think uh, yeah. it's a social evolution and it's good that uh, we start here but maybe yes. they can start in other countries afterwards but i think that's so, more a responsibility for other countries like uh, because barcelona you have a little project there to improve lives and um like you're not promoting this outside of your country you're just doing it in your community but the cannabis community it's very strong and we hear things and we know and uh we want to go and experience what you're experiencing then uh, from, from ireland from the uk from france from all over europe they want to come and experience it and uh, that really tells us that it's a uh, it's a model that is wanted all over Europe. People are willing to travel to Barcelona for it. Like that information should be going back out rather than being used against you to stop what you're doing. It's like, no, no, the, the politicians should support you by campaigning for other countries to change their laws because exactly. citizens are coming exactly. to my city. <laughs> <Do you know? laughs> exactly. I agree completely. Yeah. The, the cannabis, cannabis movement is international. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have no borders. Uh, no, we, don't. We, are all, we are all brothers and sisters. <laughs> and I think uh, exactly we are proud that some people uh, like the model and start uh, to, to, to try it in, adapt, adapt it to their countries, to the culture uh, and respecting uh, the neighborhood or, or mm-hmm. whatever. But of course, uh, the, the associative movement is a, is a social movement. Uh, is not fighting against capitalism, but in a way it is because it's more democratic. It's a, it uh, empowers people to organize themselves uh, and uh, make it like uh, cooperative movements uh, yeah. of trying to uh, to have uh, respect for the way of life, no? which is yeah. maybe not the mainstream or, or the official one. But I think we have to, to try that people respect also our way of life, our philosophy, our way of thinking, our, our, our principles you know, that uh, uh, should be respected and maybe uh, can help to smoke the pipe of peace uh, in this uh, aggressive society. And maybe cannabis can be a tool uh, to solve so many problems. Yes. We have a, a sanitary crisis. We have an economic crisis. We mm. have a political crisis, a social crisis and uh, climate crisis. I think cannabis can help in all these crises a lot. So uh, it's not about uh, um, giving so much importance uh, to get high, Mm -hmm. but uh, it's about uh, trying to use a plant, which is nature, which is the most sacred thing I think uh, we have in the world uh, that can help us in all these uh, problems we have uh, between human, human beings. Yeah, I, I think that's important to note that uh, a lot of the research around cannabis uh, around into its benefits has been limited because of this law to stop me and you from using cannabis to get high. But what it's done, it's, it's robbed us of maybe a, a good source of fuel, a clean source of building material to build houses. Because exactly. hemp can be used, our cannabis can be used for so much. 
and uh, we, we just haven't been able to explore it because of these laws uh, that we're fighting against. Um, it's it's crazy to think, uh, but I learned something uh, the other night listening to Paddy Amiguet. Um, she was telling me that, um, and, and I'd, I'd assume that um, Aram uh, probably wasn't involved in this and because you were growing your own cannabis, but she said that uh, up to half of 50% uh, of the clubs or associations were buying their cannabis from the black market uh, and not growing it themselves. Um, is, did you think that was a problem? Uh, was this one of the also the reasons for a split or was this not really too much of a problem? Yes, of course. Uh, I think uh, uh, the success of this uh, association movement mm -hmm. is a threat for the status quo yes. and for the economic interest of pharmacy, for example. And, and and I think we are suffering jail. One of the reasons we are suffering jail is because of this. We are touching uh, a lot of uh, interest because the pharmacy, for example, doesn't want to split uh, the cake and they mm -hmm. want everything for themselves. And I think uh, uh, when when all the crops are persecuted uh, and, and are, are, are investigated, are uh, all the crops uh, that uh, we plan for consume for the members, mm -hmm. then uh, they are trying to uh, make the the associations buy in the black market, mm -hmm. which is a profit for who? For uh, exactly. for the mafias or for the, or for the interest uh, of the illegal market. Yeah. But we are fighting against that, so it's completely contradiction that uh, we are buying in the black market to for the members of the club mm -hmm. when we are trying to make a model that uh, cultivates uh, for our own consume uh, in a social way in a collective way yes, that is that. Uh, trying to 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 to, to fight or, or to mm -hmm. maybe uh, find an alternative for the black market or maybe make a, a step from uh, an illegal situation to a legal one it mm -hmm. could be the transition no Yes. Uh, and I think it's compatible, the compatible, the, the associative movement with the legal uh, commercial uh, uh, way of uh, cultivating, of production, or with the pharmacy and with the medical use. I think there are different, different ways and also the hemp industry mm -hmm. that is growing a lot now. And also this separation between THC and CBD, which is uh, now CBD is legal and THC is illegal. Uh, I think the people is afraid of uh, getting high, but uh, yeah. uh, in the medical way, it's it's more and more studying, proving that uh, with the two is when it combines better for some, for some diseases. Yes. Uh, only taking the THC out uh, makes makes not the same effect. Mm -hmm. uh, only CBD, right. of course, CBD by by its own has a lot of effects. But I think the the combination of of, of the two is is when it works better. Yes. So I think this this line that separates uh, recreational and medical is really really uh, narrow because mm -hmm. uh, sometimes I I'm, I'm I think I'm smoking for recreational and I'm trying to to fight my anxiety or 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 to be more creative or, or, yes. or whatever. Yeah. Like the, the way the plant was used and uh, should be used is full plant extract. All of the compounds in there, they're, they're all there for a reason. I, I went to college myself uh, for four years and uh, I studied herbal science. Um, so I'd understand, yeah, uh, yeah, so I'd understand that inter that complex interaction and uh, and the people who want uh, just just THC on its own, isolate uh, CBD on its own, isolate. That's the pharmaceutical industry. 
they don't even want to get it from the plant. They would like to grow it up in maybe E. coli or something like some sort of uh, process in a big mm-hmm. reactor. But they don't want me or you to be able to grow this plant and to combine the two together with all of the other things. There's hundreds of compounds that all are beneficial. So when we talk about the medical benefits of the plant, it's it's the whole plant. It's it's not just THC. It's not just CBD. It's it's the whole plant. And uh, that that's what you were providing for your members. Can, can I ask um, for Aram, yes. uh, um, how many of your members would have been maybe patients or classified as patients? Um, would you have an idea? Yes, more or less, it was not more than 20%. Not 20% more than 20%. of the members okay. were, could be medical. And yeah. uh, yes, they, they had an, a different protocol because sometimes uh, we supply of, uh, with, uh, with no cost. Yeah. Uh, also, we had uh, a lot of services free for them, like medical, psychological, oh, uh, therapeutic massage. We had a lot of things that they could oh. use uh, for free. And I think it's very important uh, because the recreational use can support you of uh, finance to, yeah. to try to help the people who, who need to uh, to uh, mm, uh, live their diseases with more dignity. Yes, yeah, no, that's very important. And even like at twenty percent, like if you had four thousand members, that's still nearly eight hundred people. That's a lot of people. Yes. Uh, so, do, do you know now? Um, how those people are being looked after? Is there another association that those members have joined now? Yes, we, when, when we were closed down, we had to uh, direct them to another, another, another different uh, social clubs. And also, uh, I'm glad that there was two projects that because when we are when we were closed down, we were starting a project for a medical uh, treatment, which is called Alivia. And uh, we were working with the University of Barcelona and trying Excellent. to investigate, investigate about different trends that could help for different diseases. And uh, as this project uh, could not continue, we were happy that there was two projects like MedCan and Calapa Clinic that, that are specialized in medical treatments. Mm-hmm. So all these, all these ill people, uh, we direct them to, to these two projects uh, specialized in this who, who can help them in and the best way. We've got the same um, care, I suppose, at the same uh, cost. Um, would they have looked after them in the same way? Because I, I know you were, say, you were saying that recreational helped uh, supplement uh, the cost of the medical, so it would reduce the cost. Um, but at the Calapa Clinic, maybe, um, is that same process in place or do they pay now a bit more for their... I don't think uh, so. I don't, th- I don't, think, I don't so. think so. So, so, so maybe it's a different cost for them. Okay. Uh, there is some social clubs who help uh, the patients uh, economically yeah. to support this cost and some other cannot afford it or... Uh, but of course, the concept is different. When with yeah. the social club, you have the chance to use the, your income from recreational to support the patients. But as long as you're working only with patients, you don't have this income, so you can help them and support them. Of course. Yeah. But yes, yeah. you are right. And and what we you were talking about before about Patty, I I can say that uh, it's very important that the movement keeps together and joins mm. together. And in fact, we're starting a project now that uh, tries to to be a tool for this union, mm-hmm. which is a green light, uh, which is uh, trying to uh, go inside the Congress, the Parliament, the Spanish Parliament. What I was telling you before, as long as we don't have lack of powers in uh, Catalonia, we go to Spain, to Madrid, to ask for these powers 
to try it at least to get uh, one deputy that can make some noise inside mm -hmm. the parliament. Because uh, we have been a lot of years trying to make noise outside, trying to make a lot of uh, political advocacy, talking with all the political parties, and we uh, we're, we are still doing it. I think yeah. it's important that we keep on doing it, but maybe uh, as the results are not the best, we, we should try another strategy. And I think we are we are we are willing to start this this project to try another strategy to yes. go inside the parliament and try to to be. Uh, present where where the laws are voted, where the laws are made, and where the laws are proposed. So, yeah. so this is another project we, we I wanted to talk about. Yeah, and and it's just starting, and it, it it's it's not easy because it's very ambitious because it tries to coordinate uh, the national level mm -hmm. and uh, tries to be a also horizontal from down from civil society and a lot of. Uh, possibilities to participate to in a democratic way with assemblies yeah. and so it's not easy but uh, we have to do something we, yes, we don't want yeah, that yeah. more more people go to jail like us so i think the only way is to try to change this this uh, injustice laws no and, and just uh, yeah. unfair yeah yeah definitely i can can i ask um in in your parliament in your government um at the moment uh are they talking about the clubs at all about the the prisoners like yourself uh, are, are they not even talking about it like the the money that's been made and going around the criminals is this being talked about um in the catalan parliament uh, now they have a lot of progress trying to make a new government after the election so okay. uh, there's, there's no conversations about that and but uh, the supposed uh, new president is supporting the regulation so that's that's good because it's a, and that's a left Catholic. left wing party. Yeah, and in the national level, uh, they are also discussing a lot of things. But the 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 party in the government says this is not a, an important uh, item, really? and says that there is no uh, scientific evidence to prove even the medical use. You can imagine <laughs> he's saying he's saying that, and we are really shocked with, with these declarations because. Uh, how can, how can you say yeah. there's no studies or there's no uh, scientific evidence uh, for uh, not not for not for curing, but uh, maybe for uh, uh, therapeutic use? No? Yes, exactly. Uh, Help, helping people better quality of life in, in America right now. There's millions of people benefiting from access to cannabis uh, therapeutically. Exactly. It's, it, it might not be a cure for something, but it'll help alleviate the symptoms, and and that that itself might help actually. You get better. Because if you're able to, to be less pain, in less pain, you could probably go out and have a walk. That exercise exactly. helps make you feel exactly. happier. Now your depression exactly. has gone away. And it wasn't cannabis cured it, but the cannabis helped you reach that point. Exactly. <laughs> it's welfare. It's quality of life. Uh, so maybe uh, maybe they're not so worried about quality of life, but uh, of economic interests of the pharmacy that people is taking less medicines uh, and less less benefits for for the industry. Uh, that's why the even the pharmacy is waking up and is trying to make more investigations mm -hmm. in, in cannabis right now. So I think it's good in a way. But um, in in the Spanish government, uh, we have a small uh, hope of light of hope with a political party which is in the government, which is Podemos. It's uh, more left wing than the socialists and uh, they have a, a, a proposal of law prepared to propose in uh, 2021 they say maybe 2022 but uh, but we know they have this law prepared 
to regulate not only the, the associations, but also the medical use, also the commercial and, and the industry and the hemp and everything. So it's a very complete law they have prepared, but we don't know if uh, it will have uh, some trouble with that yes. all the other parties, because it's this party that present them, they, maybe they will go against it. Uh, we don't know uh, what, what will happen, but that's why we went to try new new strategies. Yeah, but it's important, I suppose, that we have many campaigners, especially in, uh, across there, making noise to help uh, get it across, because uh, without the support of the campaigners making noise, it'll never be. But once this uh, bill uh, gets put in, the debate begins and they're talking about it now. Um, oh, I, exactly. I'd, I'd be very interested to hear the arguments against it. I'm always interested in the arguments against uh, legalizing or ending prohibition because it it's it makes no sense. They talk like in, there's no arguments. <laughs> oh, yeah, in, in the Irish government, uh, we've a, a politician, Gino Kenny. He's going to be putting forward a bill this year for cannabis legalization, and okay. uh, he he asked our uh, minister in charge of drugs uh, about the the possibility of legalizing cannabis. And uh, he was like, no way. And uh, he goes, we can't decriminalize it either because uh, that will open up uh, the, the doorway to legalization. And he said, we, we need to continue with a, a health-led approach. But a health-led approach where we criminalize people, put people behind bars for using something that improves the quality of life. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that, when they that, argue That should be a crime. That should it, be a crime. Yes. Yeah, I, I would agree. So Yeah, it, yeah, because... Uh, uh, in terms of uh, taxes, for example, in terms of uh, jobs created, yes, yeah. in terms of uh, economic activity, I think when when politicians uh, start to to see what 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 the numbers are about the mm. industry, and maybe we have to to insist and to show them and to explain them what is happening in countries like Canada, yes. Israel, or a lot of countries that are starting to to work in, in, in both, both, both not only medical, but recreational use, uh, maybe they, they, they will see that it's a crime to, to reject this because the, the, the only benefit for, of this situation is, is for the, the crime organization. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe we have to suspect that they are involved in some of these crime <laughs> organizations <laughs> because it's the only conclusion we can have uh, when they support uh, the provision, which is a... Uh, uh, making so much prejudice uh, for the people, and yeah. in fact, we, in in California they have uh, this last prisoner project. I don't know if you heard about. Yes, I did. Uh, that we are talking with them now to start in Europe uh, because it's it's trying to take all the prisoners uh, for cannabis out of prison, mm -hmm. and they have a very nice project that they are cultivating inside the prisons. You know. Mm -hmm. They are cultivating because their best breeders are, are in jail. So they are cultivating high quality varieties, uh, 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 which have a lot of prestigious in, in the dispensaries. So, yeah. so it's, we are long, long away from this, but, but I think uh, it, it's good inspiration that they, they've succeeded in, in going into cultivating the prisons, which is something you can never imagine that could be real here. No? Yes, and we are talking with them to, to try to start this project in Europe, the last prisoner project, also talking with them to, to try to, to look for support for, for our Green Village project, that we have a project to get an uh, abandoned village in the Pyrenees, uh, in, 
uh, in the mountains and to start a, like a thematic park of, for cannabis there oh, with nice. hotels, with concerts, with a lot of different areas, uh, like uh, with a museum, uh, also with the hemp museum, with a uh, hemp cultivation also with an association with some uh, camping and hotels and uh, to go for the kids also for a lot yeah. of activities. All legal, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, Probably the, the uh, place with the lowest crime in the world. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and we—it's we, a very nice project. We are really involved, and uh, uh, I think it can help also to promote our our culture. And uh, one of the more projects we have—it's it's, uh, our magazine Juana. I don't know if you heard about Juana. Is a new—it's—it's uh, it's a magazine, but it's not only a magazine. It's a transmedia magazine really interactive uh, it's also it's it's juana because of marijuana yeah. and uh, you can look at juana.guru in the web uh, it's a project that tries to to also to be a tool for the movement to join together mm -hmm. and to make a lot of possibilities to participate to, for the users or for the activists and all the people who is involved in the, in this movement and well this is the, some of the projects we are we are really involved and motivated to work for and uh, we explained to the people in prison to the, the social workers to the lawyers uh, who are taking care of our case mm -hmm. and uh, we they say that there is no problem as long as, as we don't make something illegal yes so in, <laughs> in a way uh, we are really happy to keep on fighting and uh, mm. to to try to to build a better society. I think cannabis can help a lot in this way. So, uh, I, uh, we with this project, uh, with this political project, we are not only working at the national level. We're trying to uh, build uh, bridges for other European countries, and Ireland would be uh, very important for us because mm. uh, you have a lot of. I heard you are you're really active in in, in Croc. Mm. Oh? Yes, you have very active, uh, lots of disobedience <laughs> protests. Maybe, maybe yeah. it's not the moment, but I would like to learn more about this because it's very interesting for me. <laughs> no problem, yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, at the moment there in Cork, uh, we, I've been uh, going to politicians, just bringing them cannabis plants. Um, okay. Also, I've been going into our uh, police, our Gardaí, and uh, bringing them mm -hmm. cannabis, cannabis plants, presenting myself to break the law. I want to challenge the law by breaking it as much as I can. Um, That's we, so important what you're doing, yeah. Yeah, so that that's my own fight. I'm just taking that on myself because many years ago I got criminalized, and uh, mm -hmm. I think I don't know the way of like PTSD now because of the the trauma related to the treatment I got from the police at the time. Um, it's not very nice uh, all of the stuff that went on. So uh, yeah, I've been just mm -hmm. continuously fighting against it. Uh, I'm up in court now on uh, next month. Um, and I'll be fighting it similar to yourself. Uh, I, I know you mm -hmm. collected 20,000 signatures uh, to go yes. to Strasbourg for um, the, the fight mm -hmm. on the, the human rights. Um, yes. So I would like to also be invoking my human rights um, that uh, this law violates my human rights, um, my right to liberty, my right to freedom of travel, uh, my freedom of expression, freedom of religion. I, I could go on how many rights are being violated uh, by this law. Um, so that's my fight. That's what I am doing here in, in Ireland. And I'm, I'm hoping to inspire more people to do it because it's not just me who uh, has these rights. Yeah. All of us have these rights and we need to stand exactly. up and fight for them because we won't yeah. get them otherwise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's why it's so important what you're doing because uh, we need more brave people that uh, show the face in the camera and can, and can uh, say what is happening. 
yeah, and yeah. make it visible. So, so this this uh, repression can can stop one day, yes. and uh, we can we can be free. Uh, so it's very important that the, the struggle uh, is, is global and that we join together and try to look at ways that col mm -hmm. to collaborate in the European level, in the international level. But uh, yeah. as long as we are in the European communion, uh, community, I think uh, that it's, it's, it's important that we try to use all the tools that yeah. we have uh, possible to, to join bridges together. And we have uh, European elections in 2023. Yeah. So maybe right. we we want would like to to take green light to present in these elections and maybe we it it would be great to have some countries that uh, yeah. we keep together to yeah. would uh, Albertio run for a position uh, for for European election? <laughs> I would love to, but uh, legally I cannot because oh. I'm accused of uh, illegal association. Really? And it, yes, it it says that the the people who is accused uh, who, who is who is convicted for this crime cannot present. But this uh, has a time uh, of. Uh, I don't know how you call it when uh, when it's after five years the thing uh, yeah, that this 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 doesn't work anymore. So I hmm. I could go for, but it's also a way the, to show that the, my interest is not to have a chair. My hmm. interest is, is that uh, another person can sit in the chair and and fight for uh, our collective uh, rights and freedoms. So yes, yeah, yeah. But I think the problem here in Ireland is there's not enough people uh, running uh, to represent mm -hmm. those views and opinions. I, I ran for government myself here uh, last year. Uh, there was an election in Ireland. Really? Uh, mm -hmm. so I ran uh, not not to get elected, but to, to have the message heard, uh, to use my voice. That's the thing. That's the thing. Yes. Uh, so, no, I just think that's important. That's the point. We 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 want. To, we're not looking for votes. We're looking for uh, uh, right to talk, <laughs> to <laughs> exactly. express ourselves. Um, Yes, and and uh, I think that uh, it's not that there's not enough people. Is that the people is afraid? Yes, and that the people is uh, smoking in their houses, uh, and they, they they don't want to show up, or, or maybe because of uh, they have they are afraid that they are quick of the jobs or mm -hmm. or whatever situation they have. I understand and it's comprehensive. Yeah, but people have to be brave because they, they their rights are only conquered after a sacrifice yeah, <laughs> and uh, i'm doing a sacrifice uh, mm. but i think uh, it's, it's, it's it's needed more people to, to do it uh, yeah, to the so. so. and how is the the campaign over there behind yourself and uh, and your associates uh, that are in prison now um is there a big campaign there is there many because i know there was a lot of supporters there for for you online um, but when you went to prison and uh, ongoing, uh, is there much going on now uh, if, to support you? Is there more petitions going on or is there protests? Well, in fact, now we are uh, we have two, uh, two act, uh, process activated, like the collecting of signatures for, uh, mm -hmm. for the pardon from the Spanish government, which is now 23,000 people. This is only symbolic. We are also collecting signatures from politicians that have a, a chair in, a, in any Spanish parliament, or not only national parliament, but also regional parliament. We are collecting signatures for that. This can be not only symbolic, but can have some uh, weight in the, in, the, in, the, in the pardon for the government to, to say, we don't know when they are going to answer, Mm -hmm. But uh, they don't have any 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 terms or or, or any dates. But uh, we don't know either if they're going to to prove to approve the the pardon. 
but we are we we cannot wait for a pardon because uh, they are not uh, really motivated uh, to, yes. to make next things change. Yeah. And uh, if they pardon us, it would mean that uh, they, are, they want to start a debate. For example, that would okay. be enough for me to start a debate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and the other thing we have activated is a crowdfunding uh, for the expenses of the of the appeal to the European uh, Human Rights uh, Trial of uh, Strasbourg. But uh, I have to tell you, and we we already announced in a video, but maybe not in English, only in Spanish, that this uh, trial has already answered us uh, in a negative way. Really. Yes, so, so we had a lot of uh, expectation. <laughs> we had a lot of hope in this in this in this answer, yeah. and we heard it was it, it will took it would took years to have the answer, but they were really quickly, and they answered that the, there is no evidence or there is no uh, reason why they should uh, uh, give us a positive answer, and uh, and we we think that their our rights have been violated. Yes, and uh, we, think, we think they are not uh, taking care of a real uh, social reality mm -hmm. that's happening all around. And, and this, is, this uh, makes us have the conclusion that the European uh, community and also in the judicial system mm -hmm. is still very conservative. Okay. And they are afraid of talking about the drugs, and uh, this is too much for them. Yes, so uh, they heard maybe they heard marijuana and a lot of plants and the big cultivation, and they oh, they're really afraid, but they don't put it in a context uh, that it, this is uh, fighting against the black market and mm -hmm. all, what, what 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 all this means. So they think that we are dealers and we try to make a profit and. That's really a lot of uh, simplification of uh, of the case. So yeah, they're not so listening to what the individual is saying about about your exactly. needs, your desires. Just the uh, individual case, because at the European Human Rights, that's what they're supposed to look at: the human, the, the person. Exactly. And exactly. they shouldn't be making these associations. Or oh, you're a drug dealer. No, they need to listen to what you're saying. And exactly. it seems like they're not. They're, they're not accepting your your right to consume this yeah. plant and to set up an association in order to do that safely. Because that's why you exactly. the association to do it safely in order to fulfill yeah. that right to consume. Exactly. Um, so. we, 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 are, we are taking care of the health of the people and, mm. and with uh, doctors and psychologists and programs to uh, reduce and abandon. And a dealer will never take care of no. only not only mm, nothing more than uh, economic profit. Exactly. So I think the, the human rights view is it's so important. Uh, uh, and uh, the the only way to 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 try to conquer rights is uh, is uh, making them real, like uh, the right to vote uh, was conquered by voting, the right of women to vote also, the yeah. right uh, to uh, for a black person to sit in a bus like a white person was like uh, doing it. Mm -hmm. And uh, we think uh, cultivating in a collective way, with uh, in a responsible way, is the only way to try to conquer this right. So I think we are trying to to fight with all the strategies and yeah. still going to the street. That would we would need more people to go to the street also, uh, also mm, disobedience like uh, you are doing and we yeah. are, we are all doing. Also showing and uh, going out of the of the armchair <laughs> and. And also this this political strategy that we're starting, that I think it's also necessary, maybe to be more close of politicians to try 
that they open their eyes. Yeah. <laughs> because I think they are they are fighting between them each other and uh, not looking what society really needs. That it's mm. uh, uh, making making this legal uh, once in a time and trying the, that 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 a lot of people who have illnesses and diseases can have access to this, their therapies in a dig, dignity way mm-hmm. and a lot of uh, benefits in terms of uh, jobs and taxes and economic activity can can be uh, good for society in a way uh, to fight with for all these crises that we are having yes yeah, so um, we will keep on, we will keep on fighting in, in all the ways <laughs> as possible and uh, yes we are we are motivated i have uh, more than uh, half a year without uh, consuming because i'm afraid that uh, one day they, they make me okay. uh, yeah. pee and Maybe a control that can can make me go inside again, and I don't want to make that to my kids. Yes. So uh, so so I will have patience and mm-hmm. maybe start in this uh, four twenty to smoke a joint <laughs> in a symbolic <laughs> way. <laughs> but uh, it's it's a hard situation. But uh, yeah. I think uh, we have to keep on insisting in in all the strategies mm-hmm. as possible. Yeah. yeah, it must be very difficult for you. Uh, uh, and well done for uh, being able to abstain from consuming cannabis for, mm-hmm. for your kids uh because i'd imagine it goes against uh not, not uh, like not in, in an addictive way but your principles your your principle yeah. to consume your exactly. right to consume like it's going against it and uh, well done for um choosing to, to be there for your daughters uh because for, for mm-hmm. me uh i suppose i wouldn't have the same opportunity if i go to prison here in, in ireland uh, i'm, I'm mm-hmm. in bears and that's it i won't be left out to, to bring them to school to, to collect them i'm going to miss out yeah. on all of that um, so it's it's very unfortunate that the government uh, they use this against you, to, to try to mm-hmm. manipulate you and to make you work in certain uh, act in certain ways. They do it for yeah. other people through their job, through their money. Um, I, I was in uh, an interview yesterday or a workshop mm-hmm. with a, a yeah. big company. I'm, I'm still in college here at the moment doing a masters in biochemical uh-huh. analysis. Um, but I asked the company a, a question. I was like, "Do you drug test your employees?" and uh, mm-hmm. Does a conviction for um, uh, drugs uh, exclude a person from being an employee? And, and the woman said uh, to me, she was like, a third party does uh, our hiring. They do a thorough medical examination and a background check. And we'll say no more about that. So for me, uh-huh. straight away, it tells me I will never get a job with this company. It's, it's, <laughs> and it's unfortunate because I go to college because I want to make a better life for myself and my kids. But mm-hmm. I can't do that because I have a criminal conviction. So my, my, yeah. my freedoms again infringed upon my, my right to liberty, my right to get a job. I can't do that because I had a, 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 cannab- a bit of cannabis. I got caught with some cannabis and... Uh, yeah. It's. I'm not a bad person. You're not a bad person. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I don't in, see a bad person. In in in, in fact, uh, uh, every time we have a we have a trial, you know, at the end of the trial, the judge is asking anybody who wants to say anything else, and uh, the, all the lawyers always say, the, "Don't say anything. Don't say anything," because it can go against you. Mm-hmm. But I always uh, try to use this moment to try to send some messages. Yes. And I always send a message like the, um, just one person that is uh, saying thank you to me because of the work we are doing is enough for me 
to go to a trial and to explain to all the judges and to be in front of any possible conviction because one person who has uh, taken his his illness his disease uh, with more dignity is more important than all this all the shit so i didn't say the word shit of course <laughs> but, yes, but uh, that, that, that's very important and 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 all the laws and all the proposals uh, we are we are working with are have always this this article this point that the conviction the convictions for ten, tenants or for uh, consumption or mm. for cultivation would would always have to be erased of the of the yes of the of yeah, our list you know? so so we don't have this problem when you look attend for a job or or whatever i think yeah. uh, this this should be clean yes. like for example in in spain uh, there was also a list of homosexual people and this list yeah. has been erased in the in the dictatorship so this, this is of homosexual people yes in the, the dictatorship oh, yeah. so so they could have problems when they attend for yeah. a job and all this. So oh, I think this uh, this is a question of human rights uh, yeah. uh, that have have to be uh, conquered and 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 we we should we should we should fight for that. Yeah. I, I think we have a very similar fight as the the gay community, the the homosexual community, the people who fought yes. for that, um, because yes. they they're treated pretty much like we are. And uh, like like that, uh, when when I tried cannabis, I didn't choose to like it. I liked it. I, I just enjoyed it. It was good for me. Um, I, I think it, it benefited me. My quality of life improved because of that. But I didn't choose that. Much like a, a homosexual person doesn't choose to love their partner, whether it's a man loving a man or a woman loving a woman, they don't choose that. Like, and, and a government shouldn't have the right to infringe upon that decision for a person then to, to yeah, choose exactly. upon this. Like, it's, uh, it's so wrong. I think I, there's so much similarity there to that. Uh, yes. I think it has to do a lot also with this Catholic uh, tradition we have in, in our countries, Ireland and Spain, yeah. especially. And that, this uh, is where this... abstinence comes from too. Abstinence comes from religion, like the temperance movement around alcohol um, all yeah. those years ago. That was, around, that was very much based on religion um, because they said alcohol diminished yeah. your ability to communicate with God or some, something like that. This is early 1800s. Um, but Correct. Yeah, re religion was very much uh, behind, I suppose, some of this abstinence-based yes. ideology where we shouldn't be consuming any drugs. We should bar exactly. oh, it's like, But no, God, exactly. God, God <laughs> all these plants here for us to use and they bring yeah. benefits. Even looking at some of the, the plants that have been made illegal or even the, the fungi, the mushrooms, a lot, a lot of benefits have been seen now from these, uh, like with psychedelics. You're seeing mm -hmm. research being done into it and the benefits for us humans if we use them correctly. Um, and we've been denied access to them because, again, of the same prohibition uh, that exists for cannabis has prohibited us, us access to other plants and, and medicines as well. Um, it, it's crazy. Correct. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, I, no, I think I think it's uh, cannabis is, is our big flag. Mm -hmm. But of course, after that, there is uh, all the all the other therapies, all the other drug, all the natural therapies, and a lot of things that are also uh, being criminalized. Yeah, that uh, shouldn't shouldn't be anymore because oh, exactly. uh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a right. I, I think when when you're fighting this fight for so long, and when you're engaged in it, you kind of stick your head up and look around. You, you see the similarities in all the other fights. Yeah. As I said, not yeah. not just even in the the drugs kind of you know all the other drugs, but as I said, even in the homosexual community, their fight mm -hmm. um, and how they overcame it as well. I think is what we have to learn from, and it's what we've talked about is 
making noise, not being afraid yes. of coming exactly. out and saying, exactly. I'm here, I'm proud. Exactly. Don't be afraid yes. of me. <laughs> being, being, being proud or being brave. Yes. Or when, when you believe in something that is fair or is justice, I think uh, you, you shouldn't have a problem because mm-hmm. uh, we are uh, disobeying laws because they are, they are not fair. Yeah, so I think exactly. it's uh, we are in the right side of history. <laughs> Definitely, yeah. Um, c- can I go back actually just onto the um the Strasbourg case? Um, you said you got mm-hmm. negative feedback. Um, yes. so the case never went to the trial, did it? it never received a, a judge and jury. Um, or was how is that actually? I, I don't know enough about that. Uh, how the case is done, but is the case closed now? Yes, it's yes, closed. yes. We we presented the, the appeal. Okay. with our legal team yeah and uh, that's why we were collecting funds uh, with the crowdfunding yeah. we didn't reach the objectives which was uh, i think the ten thousand euros uh, uh, for all the judicial expenses all the campaign and and all yeah. the fines also that we have uh, that's another yeah. thing that we don't we don't only have the convictions but we also have economic fines one of them uh, of two thousand and two hundred uh, Sorry, two two million and two hundred thousand euros. <laughs> <That's absurd. laughs> I, I I would never earn that money in, in oh. my three lives. <laughs> so oh. so that's that's a way to <laughs> they want to to punish us and and to to make the other people be afraid of doing something similar because you will get this punished. So yes, I think uh, we are uh, I don't know how you call it here, but the uh, uh, Turkish head we call it here mm-hmm. that. Uh, that you are shown as uh, what can happen to you if you go this way. And that's what they, they are doing to us. And uh, I think it's very important that, uh, that we are not uh, letting them uh, go this way because, uh, because otherwise uh, all this movement and all this uh, activism uh, uh, will, will be destroyed and we don't, we don't, want, we don't want that because mm-hmm. we think it's very important now because it's a social struggle and a global one as well yes. and I think uh, we, we have to keep on keep on fighting and never surrender. Yes, no, never give up, that's right, I, I'll never give up anyway. Um, can I ask uh, Albert, do, do you know if, um, did, or do you even think that there's going to be an increase in uh, the authorities trying to shut down clubs now in Spain or do you think maybe they're going to leave them alone? Um, well, the ten- the tendency I see is uh, is 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 uh, bad moments for the movement, because uh, as long as we don't have any law supporting us, Doesn't as long as the Supreme Court has uh, also suspended the Barcelona um, local law that was made for the social clubs yeah. uh, that regulated uh, the their activity, mm-hmm. uh, also. So uh, in, in different aspects, uh, the, the judicial system is fighting against uh, uh, and, and, and also the, the, the police is, is, is trying to, to look for an excuse to go in a club to accuse them of uh, drug dealing, of uh, crime against health yeah. and uh, illegal association. And a lot of uh, associations are going to court now. It's not only us, but they're starting to to have trials. And uh, the lawyers have have a lot of work now to do. But uh, (laughs) this is is not going better. It's going worse. So I think that's why we have to uh, move forward and to try to look for all the possible strategies to stop this uh, nonsense 
that is, uh, as I said before, making much more harm than uh, a plant can make itself. We are talking about a plant that, uh, of course, has uh, also uh, possible uh, neg negative consequences in some use. When mm -hmm. you abuse of anything, you can have uh, bad, bad results. But uh, but the, the harm of uh, this prohibition of, of, of this criminalization and uh, persecution yeah. is really much worse and is destroying a lot of families of yeah. and a lot of uh, ways of life. Yes, uh, like we, we look at uh, alcohol addiction. Um, that's that's not good, but it happens even under legalization. But it, yeah, if, exactly. if alcohol was illegal. Those addicts, the, the harm to them, it would be much worse. It would be 10 times worse sure. because the alcohol, exactly. they get, it might not even be alcohol. It could be methanol. It could be. Petrol. Exactly. You don't have yeah. any control about it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But we don't make it illegal because there is a, a abuse of a substance. We, we, that's not a reason to make it legal. And this is what we're campaigning about yeah. age limits. We, we talked earlier about age limits. Drug dealers don't care about age of kids. Iran, you said 21 even because you care yeah. you wanted to, yeah. to care for people so and they will even uh, offer them other other harder drugs it's very important to be uh, re reiterating that that uh, we, we are wanting and also we're talking about the legal drugs which are which are legal uh, like tobacco and alcohol that kill so many people every year mm -hmm. and uh, we're talking about cannabis that they never killed anybody and have also some medical properties so yeah. so the, as you said before uh, which are the arguments against legalization or regulation there's no no arguments no yeah that's, that's very hard uh, you, you'll find holes in all the arguments against legalization yeah. so that's why i think politicians they don't want to engage in this debate because when they engage in debate, they get seen for, for being crooks, for being criminals, for being corrupt, mm -hmm. um, not caring yeah. about people, um, because that's that's what's expressed when they express the continuation of prohibition. They don't care yeah. about drug users who, who use illegal drugs. We only care about tobacco users and alcohol users. We care for them. We, we won't use derogatory terms when talking about them. Um, but when it comes to the cannabis consumers or other drugs, <laughs> We get I think that that's, yeah, that's that's a very important point, as, as you said, because the the politicians are are only worrying about votes. Yes, and that's why we think it's very important that we go inside uh, with a political party, a cannabis political party, mm -hmm. because uh, they are only worrying about votes. Uh, they're not worrying about health or about anything else. And uh, this is this is also nonsense, and it's taking us to to places where they are not uh, looking at the, at the at the at the long term, but only in the short term. You know? Yeah, okay, and that's why we. Can I ask Sorry. if uh, no, if if you know, um, in Spain, uh, because of the lack of regulations around the associations, um, is there much violence in the background, uh, maybe between? clubs and associations that operate on the black market um, you know clubs and associations that don't grow for themselves they have to buy out completely 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 yeah. everything is going worse there's a lot of associations that are being bought by criminal groups there's a lot of associations that are not really associations uh there's also <clears throat> violence and uh, because uh it's a competence between uh, drug dealers and criminal organizations, and we have heard about a lot of uh, killings in in uh, cultivations uh, that are being 
trying to be robbed or trying to trying to 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 fight between different organizations. And as long as the, this lack of regulation is, it's, it's, this is all the consequences yeah. that are happening. That is more and more a uh, jungle. Because <laughs> yeah. I'd imagine when when you were involved with Aram as the secretary, but uh, was there yes. problems with cash? Like, was sometimes maybe you'd have a lot of cash around because of members coming in? Was that a problem for a, a club, for an association, having yes, a lot of cash? Sorry. We yes, uh, and and I think the, the solution is to, to use less cash less cash as possible less cash. with credit cards uh, or there's uh, some some systems that you get a card and you put the money in the card and you okay. only use the card you don't use money. Yes. So this is better ways to not to not to have so so much so many cash. And there's always a problem of security, of course. We had yeah. had the same in also in cultivations. We don't have only a problem with thieves, but with police, with, with both. <laughs> so, because when when you get robbed or when you some thieves are trying to steal, uh, you, you're not going to go to police to say, "Hey, I'm being robbed." <laughs> so, oh, no. You see, so I, I think, always uh, had the idea that the police were okay with the associations with the grow. I I never knew that there was so much problems still existing in Spain. For me, on the outside, it looked like oh, Spain is a great, it's a paradise for. The cannabis community but when, when i learned the your case that that broke my heart to change that that's when I, I i realized spain wasn't all sunshine and flowers it was yeah uh, that's that's the appearance appearance is that everything's okay some of the yeah. members that go to clubs have also this thought that uh, everything is okay that's why we're trying to make a lot of work in showing that it is not this is not real mm -hmm. yeah that the, the reality is so so different yeah we, we had a, a a very famous i suppose infamous uh irish criminal um, he was involved in the killing of a, a very famous uh, journalist in uh, 1996. His name is uh, John Gilligan, um, but he was arrested in Spain um, about uh, maybe a couple of months, six months ago, something like that. Uh -huh. But he was involved in uh, the cannabis clubs over there. He was importing uh, cannabis back to Ireland then and to the UK as well through his crime network. Um, but this is a sort of thing, this guy, he's he's known in Ireland, so he goes to Spain to somewhere where he's not really so much not more known. But then the mm -hmm. associations, he's able to benefit off of that. And I, I've, if it was regulated properly, he wouldn't be able to. He It would be transparent. People would know. Um, so it's uh, it, this, this was in the media here in Ireland. So people got wind of that uh -huh. and it created a bad image then of cannabis social clubs. in Exactly. Spain. Exactly. That's the thing with what is happening right now. There's a lot of criminal groups from other countries coming yeah. to to build a business and the media reported to... on that the, the media doesn't report on iran when it's running for three years and all of the very successful events the 20 percent of its members who are patients that get uh, looked after because of the 80 percent who are uh, recreational users mm -hmm. um like they, they don't the media won't report on this but when there's a criminal involved when there's a, a gang when there's a shooting oh yeah the, the cannabis social club see they're bad they're bad but three years are good, no reports. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. Me. I don't because know. Because that's, yeah. that's, that's the way the media work. Uh, yeah. It's uh, uh, only when something bad is happening, they, 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 they think they're going to sell more more attention. No? <laughs> and, and when it supports their narrative that drugs are bad, we have to keep drugs illegal, they support that narrative. If something doesn't support that, uh, we won't report on it. We won't talk about it. Exactly, completely. I think, uh, I think they have a... Podcast. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I completely agree. Yeah. I think they are like like uh, they have a, a 
contract, uh, not not written contract, that when they talk about drugs, they have always to talk in a bad way, mm, <laughs> something yes. like that. Yeah, no, certainly. Um, Albert, I, I'm just conscious of the time. I, I hope I'm not uh, keeping you from anything. I, I'd be happy to stay and chat with you for much longer. It's a but, pleasure. Uh, it's a pleasure completely. Yeah. Is there anything else you would like to add? Is there something uh, anywhere you would like to bring people's attention to um, to help support you and your colleagues and the campaign in Spain? Um, is there anywhere people mm, can learn more? Well, yes. Uh, we'd like to, to, to try people to help us uh, collecting signatures for the a petition of pardon to the Spanish government. Also, uh, be at, be pay attention to the next next uh, announcements that we're going to make in in this uh, political project that uh, we're trying to build uh, without hurry but without the uh, stop because uh, we don't want more people to go through our our experience. Uh, uh, which can only be a positive experience, but yeah. but I don't I don't uh, deserve. I, I think nobody deserves uh, to go through this, uh, especially when you have small kids. Yes, and uh, also that, uh, be aware of uh, Juana Magazine, which is uh, a new media for the cannabis movement uh, globally. Uh, it's in Spanish, but uh, it's open to other languages. So if you want to participate in uh, English uh, language, is no problem at all. And and also about the if if they want to help us, uh, not maybe not uh, putting money, but uh, making uh, uh, publicity of this crowdfunding. So other other. Uh, people who can afford. <laughs> I know it's a very, very difficult moment for, for, for everybody because of this economic crisis, but uh, we would need uh, some help uh, to go through these uh, campaigns and these uh, expenses of uh, fines and uh, lawyers. There are a lot and we don't have the budget to, to afford them. But uh, as long as we think this is a collective uh, struggle, a global struggle. Uh, we would like uh, to help not only to fight this in Spain, but to fight also in Europe and to fight in an international level that uh, with South America and Asia, I've been participating in some international conferences. I think it's uh, a lot of uh, sensibility, a lot of uh, uh, people who are uh, open to to this new new reality. I think mm -hmm. it's important that they support not only economic, economically, but also in the way they can. So uh, so uh, this is not so much for us, but uh, for everybody. Yeah, yes, no, not only users, but the whole, the whole society as well. All the commu every community. Yeah, I know you're, you're very right. Um, Albert, can I ask you uh, just one more question, actually? Sorry, before sure. I go, I, I forgot to, to converse about this. Um, your, your children, um, you said you've uh, a five-year-old, a six-year-old and a 17-year-old. Um, for the younger kids, uh, how, how did you deal with explaining to them the, the fact that you're now in prison? Because for me, yeah. my, my kids believe prison is for bad people. And uh, I, I, I kept it a secret when I went, I went to prison and I kept a secret from my, my kid. She was uh, seven when I went to prison and she didn't find out I was in prison until uh, she was 12. And uh, it was it was a difficult one to, to do. But how did you find uh, explaining that for the younger kids? 
Okay. After that, you will explain me what happened when you told her, her when she was 12. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> After a yeah. long time without explaining her. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> because, uh, yes, uh, for example, um, uh, my partner who is in, in jail with me has also a six-year-old kid. And he said he was working in California. So they had the uh, video chats and talking through the video camera and and uh, he he make a different reality for him yeah. uh, to avoid uh, suffering uh, about it. You know? I had the opposite uh, strategy, which was uh, telling the truth completely and showing, trying to show them that there is uh, not only bad people in prison, but also people who is trying to change uh, things uh, for a better society. Mm -hmm. And I think they understood it uh, really well. They're not stupid. And even though uh, one of them was starting to talk and didn't have a lot of uh, possibility of comprehension, yeah. but uh, they came to visit me every 15 days. And we were two hours playing with nonstop and laughing and always trying to make them understand that they shouldn't be sad or they, they, they had to help the, their mother. <laughs> and uh, they had to, to to be proud of of what we were doing because we didn't uh, make harm to anybody. Yeah. On the contrary, we tried to help a lot of people, and a lot of people say thank you. And uh, associations of patients are making public declarations of that we are helping them to with uh, with their cases. And so I tried to explain in a Thai language <laughs> all this all this situation so they could understand it. And uh, it's been worse now that I, I'm going out every day to okay. say goodbye every night to them when I have to go back to prison yeah. than when it was before that I was not here. Mm -hmm. So 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 now sometimes, uh, some days I have to go driving thinking that my my children were crying when I left home. Yeah. But every 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 day that passes, it's it's it's, it's better. Now some days, some days they're not crying. Some days they are happy, and some days we make jokes about it. That I'm going to a second residency and <laughs> to yeah, a, yeah. a resort, or do I'm going to work? They, I, I try to make them think that they, I'm not going where I'm going, mm -hmm. and try to make them think that uh, it's it's useful for a better society. And when they are um, a bit older, they will understand and be proud. Yeah. of his parents who yeah so, uh, so it's very difficult this is one of the most difficult points of the situation but uh, i think it's also uh, making them stronger because mm -hmm. uh, when everything's so nice and uh, there's no problems they're very really really uh, childish all the time mm -hmm. and this may, makes them more mature and uh, more strong and see that their life is not only laugh and play but there's other things mm -hmm. Yeah, no, that, that that's uh, that that's a great way to approach it with the kids. Uh, being honest, yeah, it's different different nice. strategy, but uh, yeah. I I don't say mine is better than the other, but yeah. I prefer the not to lie because I think the lie kills you, and the truth is making you more free. So yeah, but you, you had a long case building, like you, you've been battling this. You've been in a legal battle for five or six years now for this case. Yes, we, in 2000, we started the, the association in 2011, and yeah. after some months, we started to have the, the police coming to, yeah. to to accuse us of uh, drug dealing. So yeah. from yes, uh, it's been eight years uh, dealing with with judgments and trials and uh, police interventions, yeah. and uh, well, uh, since uh, 2015, we had the same trial. And the first three trials were as uh, uh, a result of, I have to look at the word because I didn't know how to 
<laughs> say it in English, acquittal, acquittal, yeah. when you are declared innocent. Yeah. And the first trials we, we had were, were with these results. And the, the other three trials we had in 2018 were the ones we, 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 where we had uh, the convictions. Yeah. So it's been a lot of years, but the, some of the years thinking that it was going to have a good end. Mm-hmm. And in the last years, we saw the end was going to be a bad end, but we're trying to make this bad end uh, useful uh, to change things. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's, there's don't let any, uh, what is it, disaster go to waste, isn't that the Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's yeah, always yeah. an opportunity in it. Um, yeah. Um, I, I suppose uh, to let you know, uh, with, with my own daughter, um, how she found out actually is uh, I, I was telling you earlier I ran in, in, in for uh, the government in an election and uh, I was interviewed in the local media in the local newspaper and in that I told my story about being in prison for five days and uh, having to go to the guards and sign on okay. and uh, my, my daughter read that uh, I gave her the, the, while I was present uh, I, I let her read it while I was there and uh, she was like, oh, my God, Dad, you were in prison. I, I never knew that. And uh, she, she was kind of uh, shocked by it. Uh, she never knew it. Um, so we had a conversation about it then, about me. I was kind of ashamed of it. I didn't want my daughter to think of her dad as being a criminal. Because um, uh-huh. it, uh, it took me by surprise. I knew I, I was on the run from the, the law. They had a warrant out for my arrest for nearly three years, I think it was, to uh-huh. go to prison. Um, I was uh, really? yes, yes. That that was a part of my protest. I just stopped uh, engaging with okay. the authorities. I stopped. Yeah. I stopped going to court. I stopped paying fines, and uh, I stopped uh, just uh, going to prison. <laughs> I wasn't uh-huh. going to from. So three years they were looking for me, and they, they finally uh-huh. caught up at me one evening while, while I was cooking dinner for my my daughter. Uh, she was only wow. one, she was only one at the time, so she was too uh-huh. young to understand. Um, yeah. that was my younger daughter. Um, yeah. So I got taken away that evening. I was in a cell that night, and uh, that night actually in prison, I I, I was at my lowest. Uh, I, I they took my shoes and uh, laces off me and stuff like that, so I couldn't <laughs> get to hang myself in there. But I yeah. I, actually, I I went a little bit crazy in there, and um, I I got my uh-huh. socks and I, I tied my socks around my neck, and I, I, no. I was, yeah, I was trying to kill myself. I was just really I was bro- I was broken at this point. I was after oh. spending nearly five hours banging on the door, kicking the door like I, I'd sores in the end of my feet. I could barely walk uh, afterwards. My feet were so sore. And it was after all that banging, I, I just had a bit of a breakdown, a mental breakdown. And I was just like, no, just kill yourself. That, that'll show him. Show him <laughs> now when they come in, open the cell. Will this be worth it? Oh, my God, he's dead. Like, will it be worth it for cannabis? That, that's what I was thinking. But I, thankfully, uh-huh. I didn't do it. I wasn't able to do it. I was thinking of my kids and here I am. This is what I chose mm-hmm. to do. It's to continue to fight, never give up. I was very yeah. close to giving up that night. And in, in the process of doing that, that that's the decision I made. Never give up, like, because my kids might grow up to be 18, 19 someday, and uh, they might choose to, to enjoy oh. cannabis. And uh, I don't want them to be, going to be exposed to the same dangers that I was exposed to. The criminals, the police, the prison, all of that. I don't want my kids for that. If, when my kids are adults, and if they like they want to consume cannabis, I would like them to do it safely. 
and I, I don't know, you probably would like the same for yours. You have a daughter who's 17 now, mm-hmm. so she's probably, I don't know, maybe already experimented with cannabis. I don't know if you know. Sure, sure she is. I don't approve it, but yes, okay. <laughs> at, at least she, she tells me. <laughs> yes. Well, that's, that's good. You see, at least you can have that relationship and she's open. Yeah. she knows, okay, my dad uses cannabis and, and, and you know about it, um, so you can have yeah. a conversation then. So, so that night in jail, you you had a breaking point. No, mm-hmm. you 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 started to decided to change a, a dramatic situation into another one. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Just use it uh, for good. Every every cloud has a silver lining, you know. Um, yeah. So, um, I I did use it for that reason afterwards. Um, but yeah, it's a it, it is a it's a hard one with kids for for me. Um, I I think about it all the time. My my court case coming up, it's like oh, if I have to go to prison, that's time away from my kids. Even when I'm out mm-hmm. protesting, that's time away from my kids. I, I like going yeah. fishing. I, I like going cycling. I love exactly. spending time with my kids and any like yeah. even even right now spending time here with you. Well, my kids, <laughs> the kids are at school. But like this yeah, is a yeah. time I could be using for maybe uh, focusing on my college, focusing on my yeah. career. But instead, mm-hmm. I'm focusing on trying to remove this criminal conviction that it shouldn't ever have been put on me. Um, that, mm-hmm. That's what I'm hearing. And that, that's robbing my kids then of uh, the potential Correct. of a, a, a better father I could have been if I didn't have to waste so much energy on this fight. Um, and there's politicians out there getting paid good money. To represent people like us and they're they're not doing it they're representing uh the criminals that seems they're supporting criminals by supporting prohibition so that's how I yeah see yeah it. <laughs> correct correct that's correct i think i think you're a very good father i have no doubt of it uh you are one of the best fathers possible <laughs> but i think uh, we, when we think about this we have to think that uh, we don't uh, have a responsibility only for our children, but for a lot of people that can can make a profit of a change of reality, we, we succeed one day. Yes, but yeah. I hope I hope we can see it, not only our grandchildren, but also us can, can enjoy it one day. Yeah, certainly. No, once we don't give up, we will. I, I think uh, the yeah. time is coming it's soon. I think with the, the yeah. uniting of the cannabis community now, we're, we're breaking the borders now, like linking the bridges, yeah. Ireland, Correct. Spain, and all the rest of Europe now, because uh, yeah. we're, we're all in this together. It's the same fight. I think the yes. saying from Martin Luther King, injustice anywhere is injustice yeah. everywhere. And uh, this this uh, misuse of drugs act uh, all over the world, it's, uh, it is injustice everywhere. Yeah. Um, this is also some, something magic of this movement, no? that is, uh, has no borders and we mm-hmm. can help each other even in, in any country we are. Yeah. So I invite you to, to join this, this, this struggle in a political way also uh, and take Ireland into, into the same uh, group yeah. that we go together to fight for the 2023 uh, European elections to try to... Um, put a bit more into this uh, solution. Well, Ireland already has one uh, MEP uh, in Europe, uh, Luke Ming Flanagan. He's an independent and he very uh-huh. much supports uh, the legalization of cannabis and right. the decriminalization of the drug user. He's a he's a great representative. So uh, I hope he gets elected again. And uh, there's mm-hmm. a few others up there from Ireland as well. Um, that would be good. Claire Daly and uh, Mick Wallace also. So we, we've got good representatives in Europe um, to support this this kind of a mm-hmm. thing as well at the moment. So uh, hopefully that will be the same once uh, you get your representatives up there as well in 2023. Perfect. We have to join together and oh. uh, yeah, join all the all the strength that yeah, they could yeah. make us uh, be be make this this reality possible. 
I hope so. Yeah, Albert, thanks very much again for uh, taking the time out of your day. Thank uh, you. It's, yeah, it's really. an absolute pleasure. And, and thanks for, for doing all you've done for the cannabis movement in Spain. It's, it's tremendous what you continue to do. So thanks well, very much. And yes, a normal citizen uh, trying to, to put my small uh, stand. <laughs> no. we, we, we're so much like that. That's my feeling too. I'm just one person doing what uh, every person should be doing. Exactly. Um, exactly. So well yeah. done. Thanks again. And congratulations for your program and all, all your communication you are doing worldwide. So I thanks. think we need, we need more people like you also. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'll make every effort to, for the next time I have you on the podcast for it to be in person. I'll, I'll travel over or maybe you might be able to come to Ireland. Uh, sure, when I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> when this, this uh, pandemic crazy situation ends, I would love to to go. The, my, my sons, they are not daughters, uh, they are sons. Visit oh, your sons. daughters. Oh, apologies. Yeah. Oh, my apologies. <laughs> no, no, it was me who I who confused. Sorry. <laughs> Well, th thanks very much again, Albert, and uh, enjoy. Thank you very much. Yeah. We keep in contact and we keep on talking. Yeah, okay? certainly. And there you go, guys. That was Albert Teo. Um, I was absolutely delighted to be able to get uh, that opportunity to speak with Albert Teo. So I have to thank Stephen Garland uh, of the Irish Canna Clinic um, for helping to arrange it uh, through his speaker from his event last week, uh, Paddy Amaget, um, who we spoke about uh, during that uh, chat with Albert Teo. Um, again, guys, do check out uh, the Juana magazine that Albert uh, alluded to and uh, keep, keep your ears open for the green light campaign that's going to be taking off across uh, in, in Europe, uh, you know, as Spain try to get some uh, MEPs there that will be supporting the fight for the legalization of cannabis right across Europe. Um, so yeah, I, I I look forward to catching up with Albert in the future. I really do hope he, he's uh, freed from prison sooner rather than later. Like uh, although he's afforded the opportunity to be able to come on the podcast and share his experience with me, he still has to leave his family every evening. So like I I, I can't help but think that every evening, you know, while he said it's getting a bit easier, that you know, um, that just means like uh, the the hurt of the the heartbreak is getting less. But that doesn't mean the heart isn't breaking every um evening that he leaves. Um, you know, for, for him and his kids. Um, so that, that one really just struck a chord with me. And uh, again, I'm, I'm very thankful to be able to, to have Albert on the show and for him to, to be able to share his story. Um, so again, guys, thanks very much, everybody, for tuning in. And uh, don't forget to, to like, share, and uh, help spread the word about uh, Albert and, uh, and his cause over there in Spain. Um, so we're all in this together, guys. And uh, I'll be back with more um, interviews very soon, guys. Uh, so do stay tuned and uh, stay blazed. Keep her lit. Peace. <laughs>